the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friends so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Praise be the most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May God bless us all on this wonderful Sunday, the first Sunday in the month of December. My friends, it is a time for um, the Advent. It is a time uh, in preparation for Christmas. Let the heavens rain down righteousness. I am the Lord your God. Beside me, there is no other God. I call you by your name. So let the heavens rain down righteousness. I, the Lord, have created it. Imagine, my friends, the Lord who created countless Numbers of stars, planets, uh, elements, lives, cells, uh, DNAs, uh, um, in quantity, in quality. Imagine with the heavenly hosts, with all these angels in heaven, with an entire kingdom. Imagine a spacious space that does not end. It has an absolute um, distances in it. And somehow in directions and heights and depth. Imagine just the humanity, how much of this entire existence has organized. If you look in the books of science, in biology, in chemistry, in physics, in math, in engineering, in philosophy, um, in accounting, uh, in technology, um, in all forms of studies, all forms of studies, our human mind mind was capable to organize probably 0.0000 something of what is in this universe from the mysteries of God. Therefore, at this Christmas, we should stand in awe. We should uh, remain in awe. Um, Looking at this great act of love that God has shown towards humanity. Him, the creator of all. Him, the most holy name. And the one who brings the light through the cloud. The one who reigns onto the earth. The ones who said to the earth, open up and salvation bear fruit. He, the God, our God decides to become flesh, to become a little baby. One way to understand this mystery, and the only way, is if we look at God with love. God is love. Deus caritas est. With this, I'd like us to open our show today. Um, good Sunday morning with Father Andre. Um, by praying in Thanksgiving Psalm 18. Praying in Thanksgiving Psalm 18. It's a hymn of Thanksgiving. 
And um, while we think about this, I want you to keep in the back of your mind what St. Paul says in the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 31. If God is on our side, who can be against us? If God is on our side, who can be against us? With this, let us pray. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as a deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning, my friends. Uh, uh, Gerard, uh, our Vice President in the Mission of Hope and Mercy from Lakewood, Colorado. I want to greet you and I want to say good Sunday morning to you. How are you doing? Good Sunday morning, Father Andre. I'm doing great. It's, uh, it's great to hear your voice. I know. It's a fact that I miss you guys and I miss Colorado. I miss my home. I miss being with you a lot. Uh, so how's Colorado these days? It's it's amazing. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, we're starting to get some snow. Temperature is going uh, down gradually and uh, just getting ready for this beautiful uh, Christmas season. If I were to ask you a little bit about, uh, you know, I asked you that before. Um, Colorado is a generous people, generous state. It's a caring state in general. Um, how is the spirit of giving in the state of Colorado? If you, if you tell us a little bit, I know you were in a church recently. Um, you were invited to give a conference about the mission of hope and mercy. Can you tell us a little bit about that event? How, how did it go? Were the people interested? And I'm so thankful for the invites we were receiving from congregations, uh, Protestants, Evangelicals, um, Christians, Catholics, uh, um, all these beautiful um, groups that they have been inviting you to speak and inviting us to um, basically uh, educate the people about the cause of the mission of hope and mercy. So Denver friends, how are they doing? Well, Father, it was a blessing and an honor to be invited to uh, Denver Friends Church to uh, to give, a, I would say, a reflection uh, during the Sunday service about the work of the Mission of Open Mercy. Uh, I was really overwhelmed by their love and their hospitality and their generosity as well. And uh, what I what I found out, what I uh, you know, after after the event, I was trying to synthesize and uh, understand why would people in Colorado would want to help a country that's half the world away. And, you know, it kind of uh, struck me when I was talking to those people, to the people in the congregation, um, they are hungry to talk to somebody from the land of Jesus Christ. They are really uh, uh, so passionate about uh, learning more about their roots, the roots of Christianity, and what does that mean to Lebanon? And how does that relate to Lebanon? And why people are in Lebanon are suffering? So my, my reflection to the beautiful congregation at Denver Friends Church is that people over there are fighting for the same foundational principles that this country was based upon, which was religious freedom. And this is why primarily those people are suffering over there. 
the Lebanese people, the Christians in Lebanon uh, primarily, is because they don't want to leave. They want to remain in those lands and be the beacon of light and the salt that Jesus Christ speaks about in the Bible. He tells us, you are the salt of the world. If it loses its salt, that nothing else can uh, give it the salt taste. So this is why the presence of those Christians in Lebanon, in that country specifically, is very crucial and very existential for the existence of Christianity, I believe, in the entire Middle East and even in the West, because this is where our roots come from. And uh, currently, uh, if if I'm not sure how much our, our listeners, I know they're being bombarded by news every single day, but the situation in Lebanon has never been like what we what we are witnessing today it's there's an existential threat of for christianity in those lands and it's the only remaining christian country in the middle east that enjoys religious freedom where people can can worship freely whatever religion you are and you know share that in your food share it in your cultures share it in your speech and be who you are and enjoy that god given right to uh, to to express your religious beliefs I want to I wanna ask you, actually, uh, you said the key word. So it seems that when we go to these beautiful, enlightened congregations in the U.S., in Colorado, um, helping Lebanon, helping the mission of hope and mercy, uh, standing up for the cause of the persecuted Christians seems to be a foundational, um, foundational cause for them. You called it a battle. or a, it's, So they're, they're basically, it's a part of defending our own identity in the United States as Christians, is to stand up in support for the persecuted Christians in the world, specifically in Lebanon, as the gate of the Middle East, uh, uh, Christians, uh, the last stronghold, and the gates of the Holy Land, or uh, as a part um, of the Holy Land. Um, Jacqueline um, Emmanuel is with us from Lebanon, our operation manager. Um, Good, uh, um, beautiful Sunday morning to you, Jacqueline. How are you doing? I'm great, thank God. So based on what Gerard um, yes. is sharing with our listeners. Uh, like, can you yes. give us some statistically about this importance of Lebanon, why Lebanon is to yes. be kept in the mind of Americans who care yes. to defend the principle of a freedom. That's Gerard beautifully said what you said. Anybody in America who cares to defend the principle of the freedom and faith must yes. support the Christians in Lebanon. Um, yes. Why, Jacqueline? What, what is about Lebanon from the Bible all the way to today? Yes. Yes, Lebanon father uh, in Aramaic was originally named Lubna. The original name for Lebanon was Lubna. Lubna, which means the heart of the Lord, the heart of God. So Lebanon is the heart of God. It's the heart of the Lord. It's the is where the Christianity roots were there. So we cannot we cannot allow these these roots to be removed. To be, to be extracted from the country because protecting Christians in Lebanon is protecting is is the origin to protecting the Lebanese and the mid, the Christians in the Middle East, Father. Uh, Lebanese Christians are the roots. Lebanese Christians uh, they should they should exist in this country or else or else if they if they vanish like the Iraqis they left the country uh, Syrian Christians they left because of the war. Now Lebanese Christians, they are also leaving the country. The number of Christians are, are, are very low in numbers now. If they vanish, this will be a big threat, not only to the Christianity in the Middle East on, or Lebanon, it will be a big threat to the Christianity in the whole world. So protecting these roots is, is essential. 
protecting these roots and giving urgent help to these to these roots is essential now, because the situation, Father, is well known to the whole world now. We are only repeating ourselves when when talking about it. The whole world knows we are suffering here. The whole world knows we are living in a very bad economical, medical situation. Yes. Jacqueline, when it comes when it comes to uh, history of Lebanon. Um, yes. The importance of Lebanon in the Bible, for instance, civilizations. Lebanon hosted many refugees. It has yes. been an oasis um, for freedom. I mean, can you give us like a little rundown, very quick rundown in, in the history? Yes, uh, Lebanon uh, had many civilizations uh, through the history. Uh, we had many people that uh, lived in Lebanon, that we, and many, many, many Christians around the world, like uh, you know, where there was war, they found Lebanon as a shelter for them. Until now, Lebanon is a shelter for, for many, many Christians, the nationalities, like uh, Syrians, like uh, Iraqians, like also they came, the, the Chaldeans, also they come from, uh, from Iraq. And every time there is war in the surrounding of Lebanon, the, the Christians, they use Lebanon as a shelter for them. Because Lebanon, as we said, it's the root. It's where they people, people may want to recall that when the Armenian genocide with millions of Armenians happened yes. in 1915, um, yes. Most of the Armenian population who survived the Armenian genocide in 1915, they ended up in Lebanon, and actually, Lebanon. We have an orphan and they are now support. part of the, of the part of the. They, they became Lebanese now. They are part of the parliament. They are part uh, of everything in Lebanon, and uh, part of the economy, part of the businesses. Uh, they become part of Lebanon. Wow. So uh, through the history, if you look yeah. out through the history, uh, many Christians, persecuted Christians, used Lebanon as a shelter for them. Uh, Gerard, if I were to ask you about um, donors' education, like uh, um, how to educate donors in Colorado. Now we are in a given Tuesday, the given uh, weeks, the given month of December. People in, in the U.S. are doing their end-of-year taxes, and they want to decide to give a gift. Why the mission of hope and mercy? Why the mission of hope and mercy? If you were to educate donors and, and an opportunity to converse with donors, um, what would you tell them? Um, why to support the mission of hope and mercy at this Christmas? I would tell our donors that are interested in helping people around the world, especially uh, in our cause that you and Jacqueline uh, spoke about, is grassroots. We're, we're connected to the grassroots in Lebanon. Uh, we we know the people directly. Uh, we've seen the people. We're in, contact, we're in constant contact with the people that are under persecution. We are in constant contact with those local communities, through the local churches, through the local uh, organizations. And uh, we are able to support the infrastructure that provides food, that provides medical help, that provides shelter. And now during Christmas, just a beautiful Christmas celebration with the gifts to the children and the orphans. I would strongly encourage people in Colorado and across the United States to help the mission of hope and mercy because every dollar they give to the mission of hope and mercy, 90 cents of that dollar goes straight to our programs to provide the food and to provide the medical aid, the education and the support for the orphanages that we're supporting across the country. So uh, this is, this is, um, this is something I'm very proud of as a volunteer since the, the conception of the mission. I was one of the first field officers that would talk to the people directly. And I would see when we would go do our Christmas uh, drives, food drives and the gift drives, I would just see the amount of people flooding come into our events to just receive a gift or a food box. Um, this is something very, 
uh, 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 touching and it changes you after you experience it firsthand. And we are able to do this directly because of our connection directly with the grassroots and with the local communities in Lebanon. And we're able to provide the aid directly to them. And this is very important. And this is why I encourage every single American person who's able to, to pray for us and to support us financially by making a, a donation this season. If people, if people want to um, wanna ask you, for instance, uh, when it comes to food, um, when it comes to um, medication or to education, um, Gerard, um, how, how, do we, how do we distribute this food to the people? How do we distribute the food? How do we get the food? Um, there is, honestly, there is a shortage in supplies. There is corruption, unfortunately, also uh, amongst uh, the commercial lines and those companies because they actually keep, they, they withhold the products from the people. And sometimes we, as a mission of Hope and Mercy, we go behind the closed areas to uh, release that food, to convince people in commerce, you have to release the products into the market. You have to feed the people. And of, of course, they play on exchange rate. I want to tell you that today, 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 I do not know if Jacqueline is, is still with us, but today the exchange yes, rate for the... Do- uh, Jacqueline, yes, what is the exchange Father, yesterday we wake up on 41. Today uh, we're saying good, good morning on 42. <laughs> Yeah, you have to explain that. 2000. To what, what are we yes. talking about? You have to explain each that. One dollar, each one dollar, each one dollar was yesterday equal to 41,000 lira. Each one dollar now, today, which means in less than 24 hours, is 42,000 lira. Uh, the lira is, uh, is, is, uh, is getting worse and worse by minutes, by hours, Father. Now you live here and you see, and every one hour we get updates about the, the lira. Uh, to the exchange rate of the lira compared to US dollar. So, Gerard, during that time, the mission of Open Mercy, with your help, as a matter of fact, I think you led this this project for over a year and a half. We were able and capable to sustain the same price for a food package that has twenty two kilograms point eight hundred in food items in it. Um, how do we do that, Gerard? How how do we succeed doing that? Well, Father, first, I believe it was a great help from the Lord. And it was a miracle, honestly, with the help of a lot of, uh, you know, good volunteers and good people um, in Lebanon that wanted to, to, to help. They saw what we were doing and uh, they wanted to contribute to that. So for almost a year and a half since the crisis hit Lebanon and uh, one dollar was equivalent to 1,500 Lebanese lira. Now, one dollar is equivalent to 42,000 Lebanese lira. And Lebanon, to give a a context to our listeners, imports most of their products from outside. So they pay in dollar, yet the people get paid in Lebanese pound. So if you go to the grocery store, everything is 42 times more expensive. So uh, uh, people are simply cannot afford food. So we we, uh, struck a very great deal with uh, one of our collaborators in Lebanon, who's a whole food sailor, who's a whole uh, whole food sailor. He provides us with the food boxes. And we were able to lock that price for $25.6 for one food box that has about 22 kilograms of food. And that would last one family of five for five weeks, and they can survive on it. And uh, because of that, we were able to expand our food program to almost, I believe, about four to 5,000 families in one year, uh, which was a huge increase from what we were able to provide before because we were able to uh, uh, provide that 
lock that price and that would go directly the food box would cost us 25.6 dollars and it go directly to the people and we always go as they say behind enemy lines not sure if that's the right expression but even during covid uh during you know a uh, 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 environmental situations in Lebanon. We had a lot of snow, you know, you had floods on the streets. Our team would go physically and they would deliver those food boxes themselves to show that, uh, to show our donors, this is what's happening. Those are the people that are receiving the food and they will give it to the people. They will give it directly to the local communities or the local churches where they would, the people would come in person and they will receive the food box. So, this is a program that was our signature program that we're very proud of. And thank God we're able to accomplish and we're still accomplishing um, th- that, that program until today. So, uh, Jacqueline, what are our expectations then for this Christmas? Um, I, I pray all listeners share this program. Give a call to Gerard, uh, to the Mission of Hope and Mercy. Gerard, before I go to Jacqueline, how can people get a hold of you? So I encourage people to go to missionofhopeandmercy.org, missionofhopeandmercy.org. Um, we have an email address, info at missionofhopeandmercy.org. Uh, people could reach out to me directly at the Mission of Hope and Mercy's uh, cell phone number, 310-848-3132. I'll be happy to talk to uh, whoever is interested in supporting our cause, to be a collaborator with us on this very worthy cause and to provide any information they might request in regards to our programs and how we administer them. And of course, there's information on our website. People can make donations by check. It could be payable to Mission of Hope and Mercy. And uh, you could see our address on the bottom of the website. And uh, people could also make online donations and you can make recurrent donations as well. That We strongly encourage uh, uh, the recurrent donations because if, it, if a month will go a long way in Lebanon and it will really keep a a family fed for a whole month. And this is a huge relief uh, on a family to have food on the table, especially in these situations right now, in these conditions in Lebanon and in this Christmas season. I pray, I pray, I pray that the Lord will open the ears and the eyes and the heart of somebody. But Jacqueline, um, a lot of people are helping us are listening to us in Colorado. What is the amount needed for the Christmas yeah. projects and where it will go? First of all, what is the amount needed? And I really yes. want the listeners, please pray and consider helping the mission of Open Mercy be this greatest yes. Christmas gift to thousands of people. So tell us what is the amount needed and where does it get spent? Yes, uh, Father, we are we are hoping to to raise at least three hundred thousand dollars American dollars. Uh, this uh, amount will be divided between uh, many uh, sections uh, sections that the mission take takes care of for the last seven years. We're planning to put uh, a part of it in food. We're planning to to give food to around two thousand families. We're planning to put that in in medical. We're planning to to help more than uh, more than uh, thirty cases between uh, chronic illnesses, between surgeries, uh, between uh, between medication. Uh, we're planning also to help a big a big school uh, with the paying all 
the the fees for the for the salaries for the energy and everything to help uh, more than 220 kids and more than 20 teachers uh, to to get uh, to to survive in that school to have the school to keep it open we already helped that school uh, the years before and we're planning to help also this year also we're planning to give milk for more than 170 childs who are in need for the, for uh, milk we are planning to give gifts for more than 2000 kids on christmas and also we have uh, some emergencies we have a shelter for elderly shelter who is in need for a commercial oven uh, which 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 they cook with that oven for more than 220 elderly people this is also an emergency we need to cover for christmas because if we don't these elderly people they won't have food they won't have cooked food for them also, uh, we have urgent cases, uh, energy cases like uh, solar systems and stuff because we have many institutions and convents. They are missing uh, electricity. We don't have electricity in Lebanon. So we're trying to provide them with, uh, with solar system or with water production for education because we, if we do that, this convent or this institution, they are providing people with food. If they don't have electricity, they won't be able to provide food. And this will be a threat for the food security also in Lebanon. Uh, this is our hopes, this is our pillars for the Christmas uh, budget, and we are aiming to, uh, to, to have around $300,000 for these urgent, threat life, uh, threatening life uh, cases. I also hope uh, that with the presence of Father Andre now um, in Lebanon, Jacqueline, that uh, people would also be more encouraged to assist the mission of Hope and Mercy, as uh, I know you guys are doing the... Uh, in-depth assessment uh, currently on the ground. If you were to uh, conclude in the last word in, in 10 or 15 seconds, what would you tell our listeners back home in the United States? Uh, what is your recommendation for them at this Christmas season? I would tell our listeners that the best way to, to feel Christmas and to enjoy Christmas is to give to somebody in need. And just the feeling that comes out of this is second to none. And I think this is the best way a family could enjoy Christmas knowing that they contributed to another family being able to enjoy Christmas at least by having their essential survival needs for the season and to have a small Christmas gift for their children. I think any family, uh, any any mother and father <laughs> with children could relate to that and could understand you know, how a simple gift could really bring joy uh, to a child and especially if that child has been under a lot of uh, suffering. Thank you so much, Gerard. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Thank you, Thank you so much Father. for all of our listeners um, in the mission of hope and mercy in uh, Colorado and beyond. May Almighty God bless us, open our hearts to the needs of uh, others, and may God reward us for every single thing we do that God rewards us uh, in thousands of ways and in uh, forgiveness of sins, in the gift of peace, and with eternal life. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.